Okay, well, we weren't recording, but Royce has just informed us that he has gotten his Fauci ouchie today. That's right. He did get his Fauci ouchie. Congrats. <laughs> Wait, I've never heard that. Your Fauci ouchie. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I've only heard it from Monica, so I can't take credit. <laughs> and I can't I take that. credit because I saw it on Twitter, but I wish I could come up with it. <laughs> It I did get my Fauci ouchie. Yeah, so I might be a little, um, I'd be a little weird this episode, but it's a weird Great. episode, so it's all right. I think we're all going to be weird. I just came straight from chemo where they give me Benadryl, mm. so I'm right gotcha. there on the loopy uh, okay. the loop train. The See loopy you in the, tra- I was trying I'll to come meet you up there with in the clouds. Perfect. Right. My favorite place to be. I've got this with me, so we're just oh, nice. joined. <laughs> what is it? What am I trying to think of? A loopy... A vehicle. Um, I'm trying to think of an alliteration that's better than. It'll come to me halfway like through the lo- episode. Um, locomotive. Locomotive. Lo- the loopy like, locomotive. Um, loop- all aboard. Sherm. Yeah. 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 The I'm loopy there. Lamborghini. <laughs> Le- the loopy sure. Lamborghini. That loopy Lambo. <laughs> Climb into my loopy Lambo. Yeah. Wait, can I admit something really embarrassing that I, I just learned recently? Literally always. Is it what a papoose is? No, it's, it's automobile related. I, okay. So you know how a Porsche is actually a Porsche. That's how you pronounce it. Although isn't there debate on that? Maybe. I called it a Porsche as a kid. I remember. And then at some point I was like, oh, it's a Porsche. Oh, I think it depends on where you're from. Okay. Cause I think, I think, is it French? I don't, I've always, I looked it up once because of that episode okay. of Friends when Joey says Porsche like 10 million times. Yes. That was so long ago. I can't remember what I discovered. Okay. Well then that's good because y'all are confused and I don't feel as dumb. So I don't think I, there's a consensus. I always yeah, thought it was. I, it's like yeah. chip gift. Okay. I always thought it was Porsche, right? That's what I grew Same. up knowing. And then when I watched that office episode where he's like, and she has a, we got a Porsche for her. For her. I, I thought he was like saying Porsche as like in like the girly form was like Porsche. Like, oh, like for her, her name. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it was like almost like Spanish or something. And then I realized recently, cause I've heard other people call their cars a Porsche that that's actually how you pronounce it. But anyway, I'm glad Jury's that that's out, not, man. I'm not as not a stem You're good, I but I won't speak for Royce, but you are talking to one of the least knowledgeable car people ever. No, you're so. talking, you're talking for me too. Two, two of them. Okay, good. <laughs> I could not give We're a like, yes. less shit yeah. about cars. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't even care about my own there. car. Yeah. We have to go yeah. get it fixed all the time. And then they're talking about all these things I don't care about. I'm like, are these really necessary? Can't I just drive it and do nothing? Right. Well, it's just, yeah, it's strange to be like, like this thing that's just supposed to get you places. It's like a whole world in and of itself. It's such a cash suck. Yeah. It's like weed culture too. Like I enjoy weed, which is not weed culture. Like I enjoy yes, going I'm the places. Same way. Car, I enjoy going places in cars, but like I don't care. Like don't, don't talk my ear off about like. Wait, weed, weed question, Carly, which maybe you should cut out, but I still have those robots that I got. Are they still good if i've like yes. put them in the fridge i've taken them out i've traveled with them Ooh, bots. Okay. oh yeah they're good you're good wait did um, I, yeah 
top, I think I told top you notch brand this. right there, Royce. If, uh, I don't know if y'all have those in Cali. Yeah. We it's don't. Robot, like we're... O-B-O-T-S. Okay, like that sounds more like a like a cool designer, like MDMA pill, like, like some or, or ecstasy that's pretty tab. Much, that it's like offered. a cool designer THC edible. It's pretty much that's like uh, Actually, it's MDMA. Same difference. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Monica, I didn't warn you. It's, it's straight actually... ecstasy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it has been a different experience. Lace that I'm used to. Fentanyl. Man, well, you really my... are going to be on the loopy Lambo. Yeah, right. There's um, the early days of our legalization in California. There's um, this bar called the Hubby Bar that you get um, at all these, and everybody was just like obsessed with it. And no, no other edible that you tried like could touch it. It's because like there's no regulation, so they just sprinkled yeah. Xanax in there. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. I bet they went right to sleep. So, yeah. Yes. I don't know what, hopefully in Colorado, I imagine it's stricter, but like theoretically, I bet you could have tossed like ecstasy in there. I'm sure when they first opened, it was like the Wild West. Nowadays, it's pretty. Right. Because is is it regulated by like the FDA now because it's legal or what? No, anything at the national level is not like you can't even pay. Well, now you can, but it's like because of loopholes, but like you usually can't even pay with a credit card because you can't even put it on like a national financial statement or whatever. Oh, okay. They right. won't accept it. So it's, it's right. only, now you can though, but they essentially use it like an ATM. They'll like plug in an amount and give you like $2 change back. Okay. Um, instead of like, it's not a true credit card charge. It's kind of weird. And charge you like three fifty dollars extra, but like here's yeah. your $2 back. Yeah. Right. Which is what you'd pay at the ATM anyway. So yeah, true. Carly, yeah, Monica, um, those will last forever. You can eat them in two oh, years. Good. Mal and I took them at the studio in New York and listened to Pillow Talk by Zane and sang it and, and danced with a pillow. Like we did like contemporary oh God, dance wow. with the pillow. Is that th- contemporary dance? We made what it. What would so. we call that? <laughs> right. What would we call that? We've oh been gosh, really into that. doing like um like joke dance because we both, I mean, Mallory's a definitely better dancer than me, but Are we're both not TikTok? dancers. No, 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 no. Okay. But, no, no. This, this is, is just what I'm like, imagining when you say no, joke dance. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like for us. And we just do like the fake contemporary dance where it's like you're like. Yeah. And to like f- fun songs and. Oh, that just sounds something. great. Right? Hey, yeah. It's been That's really my freeing. favorite dance oh. I've ever seen Malin. Hey, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, yes. In high school, Royce, my sister and her friends did a dance to He Lives in You reprise. Lanking. Oh my god! Is, yeah, a song on the album. Great awesome. song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now that um, choreographer Lily Froelich, shout out. She is literally. I saw her in Hamilton. She like tours with oh, Hamilton. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, and wow, she choreographed wow, wow. Cats on Broadway, or she was one of the. Oh, okay. Dance I thought you were going to say Cats the movie, and I was no, going to react right. very differently. I know very a very different production. <laughs> I'm terrified of that movie. I'll never watch it. I Even Taylor Swift has owned it. Or she dragged it. She dragged it in that last song off of um, Evermore. She said, um, was it CGI? Motion capture caught me in a bad light. Oh, I didn't notice that. Deep cut. Very sneaky. I tend to not care about what comes out of her mouth, but (laughs) I know I stand alone in that opinion. (laughs) No, a lot of people don't like her. I don't want to care, but I do care. I'm not like a mega fan. I mean, I am a fan, but like she's like, I'm not like uh, blind allegiance. I'm not Swifty, uh, yeah. but I, I am fascinated by her. I think that she's one of the like most talented songwriters alive, obviously. Yeah. But like, I do, I do like just in I, an objective I way where you. like, 
even the stuff that like I, even the one, the ones that I don't like, I look at how it affects like all of these people. I'm like, she knows something like innately. This is, I agree with you, but in a different flavor, I think that she does know how to do something. She is the best at what she does, which is writing music that sells, which is why I compare her. This is going to piss Monica off a lot, but she's heard me say it before, but which is why I kind of compare her to the Stephanie Meyer of music. Like the, the Twilight books are <laughs> great. You'll you sit that. on the you sit on the couch and turn the pages. There was a frenzy all over the world. She that knows how drag. to write books that sell, and I, that's exactly. And I respect that. Like she's, mm-hmm. I respect her business savvy and her savvy, her like pop savvy, of like knowing how to write what people want to buy. I think she's to. Michael Crichton level at least. She's like the mm. Michael Crichton of pop. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, Carly, that. that's totally fine. But I also don't think that you. I don't feel like you've given like her I deep catalog to, a better chance i've or, listened to like everything that she's listen i listened to the yes i listened to both of those albums that came out new, okay, new romantics fine. new romantics is her best song and that's oh, like who she so is good. encapsulated i think 1989's my favorite album for sure i didn't I listen to her in between po- poppy stuff i loved her for at first a little bit oh, see yeah. i didn't love her at first i'm I I, i'm a pop girl and yeah, then same. I dropped off once she yeah. straightened her hair. I was like, nope, I'm not on this roller coaster anymore. I So one of my favorite things is following people on Spotify and seeing what they're listening to during the day. And I'm like, oh, she's having a good day. Royce has been listening to um, some Nicki Minaj, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I love I when I get texts from friends and they're like, nice listening. And I'm like, right. what are you uh, looking? I forget that I have that. On. I've been listening to Nicki Minaj nonstop since I like love Friday. It. It's Friday. I don't know why. I started a new job this week. Oh, I think no. I needed some oh, yeah. confidence. I needed, much like Taylor Swift, I needed a strong Sagittarius queen who yes. um, knows what she wants and is going to take it. Yeah. Right, so you can channel that energy. Exactly. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I've, I've been at work, also a newer job, and I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, Royce is having a good time today. Love it. <laughs> No, yeah, I just I always listen to a high BPM at a certain time of day. Yeah, you yeah. need it. Yeah. You can get BPM playlists that are dope. Like on Spotify. Uh, that makes I, use sense. It, yeah. I use it for running. I'll get like 180 BPM and it's a full playlist. Or that you can do like 70 BPM and it's obviously, you know, obviously 70 BPM. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a million of them. Um, but they're really awesome if you're uh, a runner for oh, pacing. Nice. I know I had my cousin who was teaching like Zoom workout classes during like the height of quarantine. I was like, um, do you need like a curated playlist of like specific BPMs? And she was like, yeah, that'd be great. And I like just stopped working and did all of my work. I'm like tapping on the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is 183 and this is whatever. And oh my gosh, it was a very fun task. Yeah. She was like, do you want me to pay you? I was like, no, I just really wanted to do it. (laughs) Hold on, my brother's going to put the take the dog outside really fast oh blake's just... here right oh yeah blake's hey, Blake. here. Hi, gang. he says hi. hi gang hi i would turn hi. my computer to show you but I, there's a lot of wires coming out of it right now oh yeah it's okay <laughs> but hi yeah i also have a very distinctive oh there he is hi gang. Hey. <gasps> we could shave that when we shave mine what <laughs> my hair yes i'm gonna do an- another round of buzz and we could buzz yours too don't buzz his hair. He's got good hair. Are you threatening? It'll grow back. Both. True. I just, it would kill two birds with one stone. And your bird is worse than mine. Your bird. Well, I was about to say, Carly, you look better. I think you'll look better with the shape than he does. Two birds with one scone. Did y'all hear that? 
kill. He said you can make it less violent by uh, feeding two birds with one scone. Mm, beautiful. I love that. That's so Blake. I do too. Such Very. a hippie. So on the nose. So on brand for Blake. <laughs> Y'all, I'm I'm getting some loves on my um my work chat because I'm doing March Madness bracket, even though I know nothing, just to participate in something. But everyone is liking my name. I signed up as Lamont James. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth it, even right. if you don't. That's win. worth it for the fun. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, should we housekeep? Yeah, we've got a couple of things to yes. crack into. Yes. Okay. So, y'all, I tweeted at Peacock because we love Peacock, <laughs> but it's not compatible with everything. And when so, when you first sent this to me, I didn't realize they were responding to you. I thought yeah. that they had just tweeted that, and then I saw no. it later and thought it was hilarious. Right. Well, I just kindly was like, "Hey, like, I love Peacock, but like, what's the ETA of it becoming compatible with?" the fire stick with samsung tv all this stuff so they said hi no news at the moment however we are in continued discussions with a variety of device partners including those things that i mentioned so they said we're always looking to bring peacock to the platforms you use for a list and then they sent the list of where their devices are supported so we will keep you posted if you have a samsung tv like carly or a amazon it's peacock's great and everyone needs to have it they're not available on on amazon no, so, they didn't make an app for Samsung TVs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but I've got a Samsung TV and I've, I've got it on there, I think. Or I've got an Are Android you sure? TV. You know, let me check. Actually, double. I'm pretty sure I've got a Samsung. Curious. One second, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. I have a Samsung. Been yeah, a pretty big and... thorn in my side. <laughs> I have a Sony. Oh, it's yeah. a Sony. Uh, yeah, for whatever thing. reason, they were just like, fuck you, Samsung. Yeah. High and dry. Because that's where, that's where I watch Friday Night Lights. That's where a lot of people can. So. I mean, I watch it on Hulu, but what I'm really concerned about is my office and my parks. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching Parks, and it's been really Peacock's. Nice. Or, I mean, it's worth it for Saved by the Bell. The the new oh, Saved by yeah. the Bell. Oh yeah, that would be a fun rewatch. I was whining about it to my mom though, and she was like, um, "She's like, oh, okay, well, why don't you watch on your laptop?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> okay, well, you could put it on your desktop, one of your other computers, and stream it to the TV. And I was like, no. no. She's like, okay, I don't know how to help you. I'm like, I want to watch it natively on my TV. No mm. excuses. That is such a millennial marketing word I, I keep hearing, natively. <laughs> oh, native. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay. I wanted to ask, did y'all pray about doing iTunes reviews? And clearly y'all prayed and God said no, because we have no new, we don't have any new ones. reviews. I never stopped praying from the last moment that we hung up this <sighs> podcast. I started praying and I stopped praying right as Royce joined us today. Yeah. My knees are clearly bloody. Clearly it's not working. So guys, y'all, it, iTunes reviews helps more people find us. So just, just do they're those. The, they're like the number one thing that helps the show grow. Yes. That and subscribing. So if you don't have yeah. time to write a review, go ahead and subscribe. But you also don't have to write a review. You can just rate it like a yeah. star, like out of five stars. It takes just a second. Um, and it's super also, easy and we would really appreciate it. We would. And a review. I mean, you could literally do it on the toilet. I mean, everyone looks at their phone on the, the toilet. place people write reviews. The right? toilet. It's so funny because I post a lot for my job and I'll be posting from our account, like going to the bathroom. But I'm like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm still working in the bathroom. Getting paid to poop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just how, what I call going to the bathroom at work. <laughs> mm. And then... Okay, some of y'all have been joining our Facebook group, which has been awesome. Yes. But keep doing that. We love Friday we love Night having Lights, y'all. Panther Pride. 
Yes. Now, Carly, give us your your update. My spiel. Okay. Yes. Oh, my Carly Cancer update. Okay. Yeah, yeah I Carly hadn't Cancer updated update. you guys in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, things are going great still. I just wanted to update you guys because I just finished all my radiation last Friday. Whoop. Yes, Which is yes, awesome yes. because radiation was the last like two weeks of it that I had to do were really rigorous. And I'm really glad I didn't know going into it that it was going to be like that because I probably wouldn't have gone. <laughs> yeah. But I had to lay on the table for like over an hour every day for two mm. weeks. And wow. it fucking sucked. Uh-huh. And with my pants around my ankles, like just the most humiliating Dude. way to do it. Yeah. So uh-huh. it kind of sucked a lot. There weren't like side effects or anything. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It just was like a very Not irritant. pleasant. Yeah, it was just super unpleasant. It's like every damn day for two weeks. Um, yeah. So that's all done. I think in total, I did over 50 days of radiation, which is crazy. Wow. Or, or over between 30 and 50, a lot, too much. You did two but, weeks last time, right? We did this two weeks, a week before that. And then I did some in the fall that was like a month long or something. Right. No, no. I mean like last, last time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was just 16? two weeks. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't. Cause that was when I had to live in Houston for like three months. Oh, six weeks, not two weeks. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so that is exciting. And then I am having right now I'm in my second to last week of chemo. So, which is exciting. So after this week, I'll just have one more round in April and I will be done. Yes. Which is great. Congrats. Um, That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. The only (sighs) bad news is that the experimental vaccine that we're really excited about that I was going to do later this year due to complicated medical research world bullshit, um, I got booted off of the vaccine. Monica, sorry, I had not told you that yet. (laughs) I I saw that in an email. So, okay. Um, So that's a pretty big blow. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but we're going to look for other research options. It just kind of puts me in a little bit of a scary limbo situation after I finish treatment, but I am working, doing my darndest to not let that like taint finishing, um, all this treatment up because that just clearly wasn't the right option for me. Yeah. Otherwise it would have worked out. So we're Mm going to find something different and better maybe even. Yeah. It's just going to be a different timeline, which makes it more stressful, but we're on the home stretch and I'm super excited because tonight also, did y'all get your stemmies? Um, I've never got a stimulus check, so. Oh yeah. I haven't checked. I haven't checked yet. Uh, I got mine today. And I'm going to Stimmies. book Hello. <laughs> I, my best friend, Jenny, and I have been, we're supposed to go diving in Belize last year. It's been a, a long time coming. So we're going to book our plane tickets oh for gosh. June. Tonight. Nice. We love Belize. And I'm going to go dive. Yes. Belize is our second home. I don't it know is. if y'all knew that. I've been there. You've been there three, three times now. This yeah. will be my fourth. I've been there three times Never too, because once. I went briefly in college. Highly suggest it. Royce, where would you want to go if you could, um, Ooh, London right now? I want to go to London. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was supposed to go to the Chromatica Ball in 2020 for, oh, yeah. my, for my roommate's birthday. And obviously that did not happen. Aww. It's the Chromatica Ball 2021. It's supposed to be happening. But oh, even cool. if it doesn't, I've just never been. And everyone tells me it's the most me city. Yada, yada, yada. So yes. I got to go. I got to see what Taylor was singing about in London, boy. You <laughs> exactly. Know? You got to go be a London boy. Exactly. I got to be a London boy. Yeah. <laughs> We'll figure out how to do that. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. eat a bunch of muffins. Yeah. 
my sister and I are trying to... Is that, <laughs> yeah, is that wait, their thing? <laughs> English muffins? Yeah. I don't know in, that custom. Oh, oh, English. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, English muffins. That's like one of their English things. That, yeah. yeah. Sure. But they just call but them they muffins. Call, they call them muffins. Yeah. Or right. Cookies. Which I thought was a joke. And then they're like, no, it's like very real. They just, they're right. just muffins there. <laughs> they're just and French muffins. fries are chips. Yes. You'll have to what pick up muffins, that one quickly. <laughs> like biscuits. I'm pretty. They, really? call, they Bis- call cookies biscuits. biscuits. I think they right. just call muffins English muffins muffins. Right, and, that would make sense. But American muffins. Yeah, well, I don't Do think they, they even exist? eat those. Would <laughs> like that blow your mind? Yeah. <laughs> An American muffin. Oi, what's that? Thoughts an American muffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not going to go down that road. route. No. Can't be doing British <laughs> accent the rest of this podcast. Doing that. We'll get yeah. stuck in it. I've yes. been listening to uh-huh. a lot of Jim Dale. Love it. Love my it. my sister and I are saving up to go to Germany next year. <gasps> Y'all better call me before you go. Yeah, we've never been. Yeah, I'll give you all the spots. Please. Okie doke. So in our fact check, we talked about a couple of things recently. In the last episode with Tara Copeland, we were talking about, we were kind of laughing about how Santiago was just like, they just let him walk out of jail, which is kind of crazy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they did let him they walk did. out, but they didn't bus him anywhere. He was just like on foot. like There for Lila to drive by and yeah. be like, hey. Yeah. Like he could have had a little yeah. stick over his shoulder with the red bandana tied around it at the end. Yeah. That's what he looked like. Um, and then that led me to talk about how, there are a lot of like I don't think that that was super realistic, but there are a lot of issues of what happens to juveniles once they get released. So he definitely was at a state prison because that's super common. They'll go to a juvie center and then they'll get kicked back and forth between like adult prisons and then come back. But so the main thing that I did find um, is that the scandal basically is just that it's really really hard to re-enter. That's what they call it, re-enter juveniles okay. because. They often don't keep up with their family members while they're in juvie, like adults do. And so mm. they become estranged. And then those family members won't take them in. And they often just get booted to ch- to uh, child welfare, into foster homes, or into like group living homes. And then they just get reoffended because they can't stay in school and they go truant. Mm. And then they, they just get thrown back in prison. So like basically the issue is that we don't help juveniles barely at all once they do get released that doesn't mean that they just walk off the property but there (laughs) are a lot of issues around that that was what i was thinking of gotcha um so they just have a really hard time assimilating and there aren't a lot of programs that like help them Hmm. Uh, there's a really cool one when i worked for great big story that i wanted them to we were uh, gonna make a doc about it this group in brooklyn it's like a gallery and a theater club and they only work with rehabilitating juvies so that they don't go back to jail oh cool Um, because once they go to jail more than once if they're under 18 the likelihood of them spending their lives in jail like just yeah Mm -hmm. um and so they would like put on theater and learn take art classes and set up their own galleries and it was like this super cool that's awesome so there are cool programs out there but it definitely is an issue yes I hate um, issue. <laughs> an issue. An issue. The interesting. Okay. Would it be a big issue specifically for a church to go in there and do that? I feel like too, like that. The fact that they were. I mean, I know it's Texas, but like that's <laughs> that seems interesting. I mean, I'm sure that there are church related. I mean, the reason Lila was there is 
to do like Bible study with them. So I'm sure there are, but the biggest groups are the ones that are trying to get them in school and to hold a job like that gallery company. They, that's a job that they hold. They get paid for being there. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the requirements Mm. for them to not go back. So like making them go to church wouldn't necessarily benefit them because they could still not go to school and have to go back to prison. Right. So, right. I mean, it sure would help them, but in terms of yeah. like what keeps them out of jail, you need like employers and school staff like on top yeah. of them. I knew someone in college that did like a prison ministry, but it was like social work focused. Like it was like focused on getting them a job. Like it wasn't just yeah. like, well, we'll take you to church and it'll solve everything. And uh, it's like, yeah. no, this need is just a part church. of everything else. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of interesting to think about and make people aware of. The other thing we've talked about a few episodes ago, but then didn't address was um, college football players and how they're starting to demand that they are allowed to make money because of how much money they bring in for the school. And so I said I would look it up and I didn't, but now I did. Oh, great. And there are like tons of petitions out there. The only thing that has gotten traction is this bill by Cory Booker called the NCAA College Athletes Bill of Rights. And so it basically proposes that the schools are allowed to pay their players if they want to, but they're not obligated to. But it hasn't passed yet. I think they're going to vote on it this year, but it does have some promise. But what I thought was interesting is um, he talks specifically about how it disproportionately affects low-income communities of color because they go to college and they are not able to wealth build at all. They're just on sports scholarship and also typically on work study. So they're yeah. like working on campus and on the football team, bringing in millions for the team and right. being completely in debt. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. he wrote, most, this is the most interesting to me. Most people don't know that it's not against NCAA rules for a college to conduct a negligent workout that kills an athlete or, and this is relevant to what we just saw in FNL. Mm-hmm. So let's see, but it's against NCAA rules for such victims to make a penny off of their own name, image, and likeness. So it's just saying the coaches are not held accountable at all. All the money that goes, that gets brought into the football teams go out into the salaries of the white coaches. And then the other big issue that I thought was really interesting was surrounds i talked to grant our sound engineer about this um they're all represented in these video games and it's their likeness their voice their hands and they don't make a dime not a dime off of like those massive football video games i get that i recommend the south park episode about that from a few years ago um it's really it's it's really really it's from like their golden like years but it was it was it's an amazing episode he said the system NCAA sports systematically strips generational wealth from predominantly black athletes mm-hmm. from lower income mm-hmm. households to pay lavish salaries of predominantly white coaches, athletic directors, and administrators. But a couple of states have put forth, once this bill was proposed, a few states were like, oh, we're just going to get ahead of the curve. So Colorado actually is one of them that did their own bill to where um, it's legal in the state of Colorado to pay your college players. Nice. They just kind of did themselves. And in New York, in Florida, and Illinois, a couple states with okay. similar bills pending. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it looks like this year the Supreme, it's going to the Supreme Court. So it, it should be kind of interesting if anyone wants to follow it this summer. Yeah. Kind of see what really happens cool. there. Thank you. Yeah. For that research. And why don't you reintroduce our buddy? Yeah. 
Our first return buddy, Royce Johnson, is an actor, writer, and comedian based in L.A. He can soon be seen in the festival feature, Guy, as well as regularly performing for the Pack Theater, digitally for now. You can follow him on Instagram at Royce Looks at Stuff. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me again. Yes. This is awesome. We're so excited to have a repeat guest. Get like building opinions off of opinions jokes I know, on we jokes. have a history yeah exactly it's nice we've been we've been having a lot of new guests which has been awesome but it is a little a little stressful a little like who's what's it going to be like and they've all been great but it's just nice to have someone back that we've already done this with yes and yeah. such a beloved guest <laughs> no, i love everybody listening unless yeah. you've done something really awful to me or to somebody yeah. else murdered that I would anybody be with a lead pipe lately yeah. listeners Right. If you're a fan of that, I mean, get out. yeah. You know what? I'd still love you. I would just uh, not approve of that behavior. Right. Just keep your distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lead pipe reach is about as close as you can get. Okay. Yeah, so tell us how exactly. you've been. Have you been watching, rewatching it all since we last had you, or did you leave it up to just like hit you uh, cold across the face day of? How, how's your FNL I, life been? Yeah. been? I caught up. Um, I was so happy that I got this episode um, because this episode is literally where like the clownery stops like, yes, of season that was two. Yes, this is online too. I remember. I remember just being like watching it, being like, "What? what like, who's this dead person? Like, what show? What show?" Am I watching? Street is getting shark's blood like injected into him, and Lila's got to come down and stop him. Yeah, it's just it's like what is what is going on? Yeah, uh, the writer's strike episode, that's going on. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Um, but yeah, like this is one of my favorite kinds of TV episodes, which is like where a season has been on totally the wrong track, and you could just tell someone walked in and was like okay and like, yeah, just ties everything up <laughs> yeah, immediately enough, enough. and we're moving on yes. i totally but yeah, agree. all that is to say i've been re-watching season two and, and wow i was like i i forgot just how far it fell I yeah know. it's pretty unbelievable we, we kind of did too because just, we were already prepped for the crazy and then yeah. at the very beginning of the season it's it's not that weird and then it just gets weird very crazy. Right. And like the show overall is obviously, you know, like one of the best of all time. So you right. forget, like I just forgot. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I just feel like it's one of those things that every time I watch it at a different stage of life, I have a different opinion about it. Those plot mm-hmm. lines. So I don't know. This time we've been kind of approaching it as like just leaning into it and not yeah. getting panties too, too much in a wad about how annoying it is and just trying to like understand the rest what was of, going on yeah and like pulling and, out yeah. the good parts well i mean the, like i'd also forgotten it was like a show that like goes to mexico then slaps the mexico filter on the camera like i remember <laughs> oh, the oc yes. doing that i remember the, the sepia, oc doing that for, for yeah. Ch- just for yeah just for chino which is like a lovely middle class town yeah <laughs> <Right. laughs> like i have some notes on that from in my film session <laughs> right. but yeah it's just like you're like wait what like who's throwing dirt on like between all of the the lenses right, right now as soon as you get there and you got like extras who are just standing around dazed like in the background of every shot you're oh like, do what? i have notes for you on <laughs> yeah. of i can't wait well guys let's get it on baby mm. 
They do actually say that in the episode, and I missed it first time. They say, let's get it on? Mm-hmm. But it's on the field. Yeah, it's on the football field. Before the very last play, it goes, let's get it on. Oh, my gosh. I did not catch that. I love it. It's funny because it's obviously you think it's about, you know, coach being like, it's been a long time since we've had sex. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had intercourse in, in three in, years. In three years. like the baby's only one month old. I know. Chill out. <laughs> Sweet. Well, right, shall well, we do some Texas things? Let's get it on. Well, we got to read the synopsis, Carly. It's your turn. Yes, I'm always jumping ahead. You are. Always in a big old hurry. All right. So this is season two, episode five. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. It premiered November 2nd, 2007. And Carly, what was our IMDb synopsis? So writer's strike was still happening. Yeah, I think so. I feel like it was end of 07, early 08. 08, yeah. Yeah. So our IMDb synopsis, thanks to Movie Dude 1, is this. Upon returning to the Panthers, Coach Taylor finds himself trying to mend broken fences between his quarterback and his halfback and attempts to find a little intimate time with his wife. Tim recruits Lila in trying to track... Excuse me. They spelled, misspelled Lila. Like, come on. He <laughs> writes all of these. <laughs> Tim recruits Lila in trying to talk Jason out of the risky surgery he has scheduled in Mexico, while Landry's father tries to put up a fence between his son and Tyra. Okay. That wasn't that bad. A little bumpy. It was okay. It was all right. A all fence, right. you say? A fence. I don't know. A little more than a fence. Right. A fend? More like a... Hour. More like a cock block. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. There's an episode full of men telling women how it's going to be. Yeah, I felt that way too. This episode, and I made even Coach Taylor was guilty. Oh, he's the guiltiest. You're gonna book club. You're gonna you're gonna have your wine. You're gonna unwind. You're gonna come back and please me. We'll get into that. We will get into that. But let's do some Texas things. Texas is a place. I have nothing. <laughs> so. I just have a couple of things. Um, <laughs> we just had a lot of sunflower seeds going on. Mm. That was very Texas to me. Just everyone always eating sunflower seeds. I've noticed it in the last few episodes too. And I've tried to look it up, but I can't find anything. Cause I, I have the hunch that Kyle Chandler was eating sunflower seeds in a lot of his scenes to make his mouth move like that, especially yeah. almost like he's dipping. Yep. Oh my God. That makes scene, so much sense. Yeah. There was a yeah. scene in last episode. Oh, when McGregor's at his door where his mouth is really, you can tell it's sunflower seeds cause they look like squirrels. They're like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like his, and I, I wonder if it was like a character choice, but yeah. this was coach McGill who was eating sunflower seeds this go around. But yeah. Um, you didn't write down coach Taylor's award-winning chili as a classic Texas thing. Oh yeah. Because he loves his chili. Yes. And my, my dad makes really good chili and he gets like mm-hmm. really upset if we like someone else's chili. Like he gets oh, like your dad's chili sad. during TCU football season. Mm. It's the best. In the fall. And then jalapeno Those are some cornbread. Mm. Good good mems right there. Yes, good mems. Um, Dad, one your chili is still things... my favorite. 
The only other thing, and this might not be a Texas thing, but I kind of think that it is because I've only ever seen them in Texas houses and like at my grandma's house. Did you catch on the wall next to Tyra's door when she opens the door to talk to Landry's dad? It's, they look like clocks, but they're thermostats. It hangs on the wall and it has clock hands and it points to the temperature and there's like birds on it. Sometimes there's like cactus on it and it looks like a clock, but it'll be pointing to like a hundred degrees Fahrenheit or whatever. Oh, wow. So it's not a thermostat. It's like, it's like measuring the temperature outside. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I just remember my grandma having one, so maybe they're not that big of a thing, but it stuck out to me immediately. Yeah. I didn't notice that. It's just like a very like kind of kitschy Southern house decor type thing. Yes. Like Billy, Billy Bass. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Mm. Except more useful than that, at least a little bit. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Um, But that's all I got for Texas. Yeah. Do you have any specific Texas moments? No. I mean, well, I'm always fascinated by this show's depiction. There's something I mean, as somebody who's never been to Texas, like I just like, but I'm from the South. But, you know, I innately know that, like, they're not the same world, however often they get grouped together. I really like, I think this show just feels very earnest about it. Like it's, it's small town, but like there's, there's, I don't know. It's, I love like the fast food. So everything feels very lived in, but not gimmicky uh, Mm -hmm. at all on it. And so, yeah, I just, I really love exploring the world of the show, but I realized like, that's just a, that's just Texas. That's just like long stretches of Texas. True. But there aren't many shows that captured it so well that make it endearing. Mm -hmm. So many shows ruin it to where it's not pleasant or fun to watch the Southern culture because they don't hit it right. But Friday Night Lights has the perfect Real Housewives of Dallas? (laughs) No. Can't say we are. Not in my repertoire. (laughs) Absolute garbage. I mean, I like garbage TV, but I've never been one for like the Bachelors and the Housewives. And I'm more of a like survival show big mm, brother love island is pretty trashy and i like that one what about the challenge challenge is like pseudo big brother at this point like it's just really? it's a pipeline yeah it's the it's well it's like the old real world versus road rules challenge they have on mtv but these people have been on tv for like 20 years now oh and gosh. so they're it's the most net they're the most comfortable besides the real housewives like in front of the camera reality stars you've got i love real housewives because they've yeah. all they're they they're, they're all, like the last decade to 15 years of their life are on Longer. television now yeah. and like they've used years. the show like yeah they've they're, they're so used to they use the show itself as like yeah. a weapon when they're fighting with each other now so you're watching something that's like as artificial as it is, it's also very real. It's, it's, that is it's very strange. Big brothery. I think I would have gotten into Real Housewives if I started it younger because I did start watching. I was always into the Kardashians when I was young, mm-hmm. and like I can still stomach it as an adult. Whereas if I tried to get into keeping up with the Kardashians as an adult, I wouldn't have liked it because I don't like all the catty women. But I, just, I like, bet if I'd started we- earlier. It's actually better for you if you were to say watch the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now because it's insane. Like really? you're, it's like Maybe watching Chekhov. Yeah, because you know what happens to them from this point forward, and you know all of the terrible things that are happening behind the scenes that don't get yeah. exposed until like years later. But they're that going on. So you're watching re-watch. these early scenes. Yeah, it's like you could break some of it down into an acting scene. It's very dark. Somebody, yeah. one of the husbands 
kills himself after season two and he was like beating one of the wives uh but oh, to wow. give her this perfect yeah to give her this perfect world so you're watching watch it and it's just I so <laughs> yeah, it's just so meta you're watching it and you're watching the yeah. thing that he like did all of this to try to give her but he's resenting her for it's just there's there's it's like crazy. nuance to it yeah if you watch it as like a nature documentary 10 years later it's so it, it's it's easier yeah. to stomach for someone who doesn't want the other side of it for sure uh, there are a lot of people in my life and by a lot i mean one particularly vocal best friend of mine who will kill me in my sleep if i watch real housewives before i watch the oc which i've been promising her for years um, i would watch because i'm such a it. huge fan of uh adam brody i know and she's like I you need to watch, watch, it too. watch it i know that's yeah that's his that's, that's his, his show. thing yeah, also, like they're very different, but I do think that there's a spiritual like, connection between the OC and Friday Night Lights, where both shows totally. have like a real heart and an incredible ensemble uh, and great acting that like really Something guides the show. Something authentic in the middle of it. Yes, exactly. That guides the show through even its goofiest periods. This is the same way yeah. we just exited one on this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's funny you say that because I was reading online about reactions to this episode and unanimously people were like finally we're back and like once I saw that perspective I totally understand but I actually had not really thought that the show in my past watches I had never felt like it was back until the murder stuff was over Same. but looking mm. back at this episode after reading those things that influenced me I agree <laughs> <laughs> well I know because we'll and we'll get into it but like there's certain scenes that are so ridiculous in this episode, but are also so beautiful. So it's like, yeah. I, yes. it shows that the yes. show's coming back, you know, it's like the perfect yeah. transition episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, <sighs> do we want to do some music and film? Yes. So I'm going to do my musician's corner later. I'm going to do it like within the breakdown. Okay. We can roll right. This conversation so roll rolls the right tape. into my film. Perfect. Here we go. Roll the tape, please. I shall. Mom. Here we go. Okay. I, boy, do I have a lot for you today. Ooh, yes. For once. <laughs> um, also, do you guys notice the, the new intro sequence footage? No. There's some new shots in there, unless I'm losing my yeah. mind, which is also plausible. But it's been there since the beginning of the season. Of season two? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought I noticed some new shots in this episodes that were from, like, s- second and third seasons in season two, which they still could have... Second Old, and third seasons within season Sorry, two? Sorry, episodes of season two. Oh, maybe they added a couple more or something. Yeah, I feel like they did. But yeah, um, it was much more like bright and colorful, which I liked. Yeah. Okay. One of the things that I think is the biggest reason why this episode felt like we're back is because it was also one of our first repeat directors of season two. Oh. We've been switching off directors. And um, for this, this episode, we it's David Boyd. Oh boy. He's okay. the one who he's done a ton. He did Mud Bowl and yeah. the and a oh, good amount of season one. So he really knows the heart of the show. Yeah. He's the one who got we poached from Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy. Love it. And huh. Kit Kittredge, <laughs> the American Gold Doll. Full length. <laughs> right? What a resume. I know. I know. <laughs> and Mud Bowl, the best, and... arguably best episode of season one or yep. of the show, yeah. some people say. Yeah. So I do think that that contributed a lot to the tone of this episode feeling yeah. more on point. And someone's blog online or whatever made a lot of really good points about the specific storytelling moments that felt like Friday Night Lights again, despite weirdness and continuity errors in the end we're seeing 
lots more subtle storytelling. Things aren't moving so aggressively fast. The even the murder stuff with Tyra and Landry starts fitting, meshing better once they bring in the dad and yeah. the suspicion. Like it just starts making mm-hmm. more sense. It grounds it. it. Grounds yeah. it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. Um, so I I totally agreed. And they also said until this episode, the plot was feeling like just checking boxes, like dealing with the aftermath of the murder, um, like check off that, check off this, coach is back, check. And then they also wrote Landry's Weasley is our king moment, check. Oh, I <laughs> love that. was cute from He's this like, episode. Yes. Aww. He is such a Weasley is our king. Yeah, 100%. So, and then the other thing they cited that I totally agreed with as making this feel more homey again is that there was a lot more visual like calculated visual production and like um technique again like we got Mm -hmm. some of those more cinematic shots david boyd came back in with the more authentic documentary style that i feel like had sort of dropped off in the last few episodes it just feels like season one again and a lot of that had to do with the visuals i think yeah um yeah and them focusing on that again because some of the stuff in this episode, I mean, there's some moments in this episode <laughs> and like, there's like, it could have gone the total soap direction given yeah. the action that's in, that's in some of it. But yeah, he like the boat stuff, especially he films very yes. like, you know, Verite, you were there and you're like, Oh, okay. Like, and there's that great musical moment that I'm sure you know, you'll get into later, but like, yes. you're just like, Oh, okay. Like they, all time. Yeah. So, you're like, Oh, they know how to, they know how to do this again. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that was David Boyd being back, I think. The boat scene felt very Captain Phillips. Phillips, I am the captain. Oh, yeah. Is that the one when he's like, I'm the captain now? Yeah. I thought I just said that. Did you hear me? Oh, sorry. I did. It was quiet. Zoom, damn it. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was really interesting and totally tracked for me that yeah. we had Boyd back. And things are, and he's sort of pumping the brakes a little bit almost. He's like, okay, everyone reel it in. Yeah. Let's slow mm-hmm. this pace. Let's go back Let's to get Dylan. Let's back to what feels like <laughs> yeah, it's not a Ryan for Murphy these show. Like, we, where are yeah. we sprinting to? Yeah. <laughs> right. um, okay, my last notes for the f- film section were, are just on the Mexico scene. So they did not go to Mexico. Mm. They went to Brownsville, which is right outside of South Padre, if you're familiar oh, okay. with Texas. And also I've been to Brownsville because that was one of the worst detention centers after Trump's laws three years ago. So you went and I went and remember when they were all blocked off and they wouldn't let any cameras in or anything. Do you know? Oh yeah. Um, I was in going to South Padre with my mom. My grandparents lived down there. So I was in the area and I went and took videos and pictures and tried to see what was going on. I was going to write something on it. And it was pretty spooky, I will say. Yeah, it's a really tough situation. Indeed. But very complicated. Yeah. But that's what I know of Brownsville. But it is really close to South Padre. And um, so they filmed there and at South Padre. And then they would have like hundreds and hundreds. I think they had like 300 extras at some point. Um, just want, they had those Damn. streets blocked off and then the smoke, they popped the hood of a car and installed a smoke machine and a camera. And that was what was picking up on the street footage with like smoke looking like it was just kind of like billowing around. Just smoke like everywhere. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you Dusty get over the border, Mexico. it's like, what's up with all this, all this smoke everywhere. Right. Or like yeah. fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the fajitas. Just consistent fajitas. It's like when you're little and you think um, 
that the Wizard of Oz or like that things used to be in black and white. So you like go to Mexico right. and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's sepia here. Right. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, they had a steam dispenser. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is. And then the, the thing that annoyed me the most, and this is maybe more plot than film, but how did they get to Jason on a truck so fast? For real. From boat to truck in like yeah. five minutes. I know. Yeah. Did they ferry the truck over to that little island? Who knows? It's Mexico. It's just a magic place. Right. Yeah. That's why it's like Friday Night Lights. Right. Yeah. That's where you go to get What's that line where he's like, (laughs) he's like, well, it's Mexico. What are you going to do other than a karaoke bar? I know. uh, He He said, whorehouses and karaoke bars. What else is there to do in Mexico? Whorehouses and karaoke bars. I'm like, what what is that? (laughs) What is so many things that you could do other than those two activities? Right. Yeah, Mexican. It's, just, it's <laughs> unlike this they... show to display that level of like really like like pseudo like racist uh, yeah uh, sensibilities. Not pseudo, just racist. Just racist. Ignorance. Yeah, just racist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you missed a line from season one when someone I can't remember who it was described someone's calloused hands tougher than a Tijuana hooker. Ooh, that was Jesus, a rough yeah. one. Yeah, it was yeah. a rough one. That's that's in our segment. Is this racist? Is this racist? Um, but yeah, I did kind of laugh at that line as well from Tim. And I'm like, you at least know that there's a third possible activity. You could go get shark blood. Y'all know that. They're- right. So whorehouses, <laughs> yeah. clubs, exactly. and shark blood procedures. <laughs> I think I just got I got used to like you get used to some of the issues on this show, whether it's like the racism or like the little bits of homophobia, like or is it is or not like the pop up of the show being just kind of like like the the thing is like, well, they're high school kids in Texas. So, of course. Right. There's that's kind of unspoken on the show. But then you've got stuff like actually going there and filming it like this where you're like, wait a minute, like they just like. Yeah, like not that it was like okay, but uh, before if you're just talking about it with the characters, but at least there's a sense that you're capturing these people as they are in all of their mm-hmm. flawed whatever. But like when the when the eye of like the show itself is flawed, it's like mm. you. Yeah, there's yeah. a big disconnect. Totally. Well, it's funny because I feel like since season two, there have been ample opportunities with our guests to talk about multiple things in the episode that feel racist and i didn't feel like Mm. that was a huge part of the discussion for season one and i think it's directly because smash is not being utilized in season two and in season one they really told a lot of stories from his family's perspective and from being a black athlete in texas Mm -hmm. small town they like addressed it in season one and then they dropped it off the ledge and that's why season two feels so at least to me it feels like much more standout you're right racist but then you, they also they dropped all the it other almost stuff. like to give you like you know the caretaker who's latin and she's like you know she's like what oh i'm gonna wash i'm gonna wash your clothes because you know yeah, i'm latin thinking she's a she, right so like they're giving you that like as a way of saying like we're not a racist show like we're very we're progressive in this way we're like we're shaking it up with this reoccurring guest character as we then go on to like kind of cheapen an entire an entire yeah, country an entire country mm-hmm. you're right one fell swoop yeah it's the perfect just like dissonance of early 2000s tv mm-hmm. yeah it's, yeah yeah it really it's really it's there i was you know i think as time goes on we have more distance removed from hopefully like if we're if we're really even truly 
over the hump with it. Yeah. Of looking back at like 2016 and looking at the cultural attitudes that also live mm-hmm. there on top of like, you know, the more overt political ones, like the stuff that mm-hmm. takes time to look back on and figure out. Yeah. I like th- you start to see this like connection to a lot of the pop culture. Um, we're like, like this ra- racism against like Mexicans was kind of just like whatever back then. Oh yeah. The Coming way that like after racism the 90s? against Asians has been recently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's just, you're going to look back on stuff and be like, oh my God, like, how do we, not only like, how do we let it get to that? But like, oh, of course, mm. like this was inevitable. If you wear this like pillar down in a bunch of people's minds. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that I'm glad that David Boyd is back and hopefully we get more return directors because they're more willing to tell those storylines. And you could tell in this episode that they were telling like these really human stories again, um, like even though it was craziness, like the boat and stuff like that was all bonkers, but underneath it, there was the Friday night lights undercurrent of, um, mm-hmm. like using quiet storytelling to show us that Jason has come to a different conclusion. Tammy and Eric's stuff all felt like the correct tone, even if they're still kind of recovering from those plot decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, only a little bit of wandering around with the baby, you know, yeah. like in circles, like, <laughs> Oh my God. My last note is just my fave frame. Hashtag fave frame. Yes. Was at 2806 when we get a little Nirvana Jason moment. Yes. Which is so funny because <laughs> that's not the a episode baby. Royce was on. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Nirvana. A little prenatal. Never mind. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Nirvana king. Yes. I don't right. plan that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, I truly she didn't. Like pulls but yeah. the transcripts and was like, yeah. hey, this is it. <laughs> this is it. But it's beautiful it's scene when yeah. It's fully underwater and they're shooting upwards at him. You can see the wave above him and he's like straight up Nirvana floating. Mm, um, yeah. I thought that was a really beautiful moment that felt like Friday Night Lights again. Yeah. It tracked. It made sense for me, at least for where he is emotionally. It was like, that random beautiful cinematography that Friday Night Lights like just slaps you with every once in a while. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that mm. shot. And it was such a, it does what like the show does best where you've got Lila talking about baptism oh and gosh. stuff. And then like, he literally goes and baptizes himself. Oh, after I didn't that. think about that. That's like, so cool. I didn't you know, it's like a really, it's a really cool, like the show's really good about it. I think having one character talk about something and then obviously like, yeah. Um, you're seeing you're seeing the same discussion on some grander kind of uh, yeah. way of expression, whether it's on the football field or whatever. You yeah. know, like it's good. Like I think it's just because you can use so many metaphors of football that that it's a show that's comfortable doing that. But yeah, like they had they weren't even doing that this season yeah. before this episode, though. A hundred percent. Yeah, everything was um, one dimensional <laughs> until this episode. It feels like agreed for season um, two. But that's all I've got for reviewed the tape. Love it. Well, quick story about South Padre before we dive into this episode. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. One time. So you can't really tell Royce with this lighting. I look pretty white, but I'm I'm pretty tan normally. <laughs> and in the and summer, I get, I get really tan. tan. <laughs> we get very tan. <laughs> and I have dark hair and all that. And I went to South Padre with my family. I was young. I was probably like 10 or something. And this cute little Mexican boy came and started talking to me in Spanish while I was on the beach. And I like, didn't know what to do. Cause you're you're just like little and you're just like, ah, and then his like sisters or his friends or something like realized that I was American. They just started like laughing at him and he was like so embarrassed and like walked away. (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. You get even darker than I do. Um, anyway. All right. So did y'all love when Lila, you know, is in the cab and then she goes, gracias. (laughs) 
Yes. Like her little white oh, ass. God. So walks into yeah. quote unquote Mexico to the front desk lady and she goes, uh, hola, uh, Jason Street, no walk. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Mink, just Mika worse. Kelly was giving you acting. Yeah. Yes. Like uh, her miming his wheelchair. Oh my God. God. She is the worst right now. Yes. She, this was a rough Lila episode. Yeah, probably my least favorite Lila episode we've had. Okay, are we breaking it down or are we officially moving in? I think we're officially breaking it down. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also was astounded by the tiny little white sundress she drove, she wore to go to Mexico alone. Yeah. Did she wear that on the plane? Did she Not change? that it's ever a woman's fault for her choice of clothing. I don't of mean course. that. I just mean in terms of just general travel street smarts, don't stand out. <laughs> right. It's just Especially all, like it's all very rich and beautiful. Right. Yeah. I, I have to go say my prayers. Oh, yeah, that was like, the don't best. even. She goes, oh my gosh, we'll get there. She goes, <laughs> I gotta go pray. We'll get there, yeah. I gotta go pray. I, I picture her saying that all the time. If You know, I picture I her saying that pray. every 10 minutes to strangers after just kind of like, yeah, wandering around. I think yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. It's Y'all a great icebreaker. Hey, yeah, guys, yeah, I actually, to do something weird. I, I gotta go pray, guys. Can we, can we take a break? Because <laughs> I gotta go pray. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go pray. I gotta go pray. Yeah, she just smooched both of those. Both of them. Wait, it was like straight up getting incestual between the three of them. It was very E2 Mama Tambien, which is why they had to go to Mexico to do (laughs) it. Yes. Well, and it reminded me, have either of y'all seen that horrible movie, Savages, that Taylor Kitsch is in? Mm -mm. So, Which one is that? He's in a threesome with another oh, guy like in Blake Lively. Movie, right? And it's a drug movie in, yes. I think, in Mexico. So I was, like, getting those vibes. That's good. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, don't watch it. It's not good. Um, one of my favorite Tammy moments at the beginning when Coach wants to bang, and she not only says no, but then makes him sleep with the baby in the other room and just, like, slams the door on him. He's just standing there with a pillow, like, what just happened? I yes. love that. We had some good Tammy time. Mm-hmm. Yes, episode. we did. Um, but yeah, can we talk about Coach going, it's been so long. That really pissed me off. From the man who just spent a year in Austin missing right. his baby. Yeah, absolutely not. Also, zero sympathy pretty much at all for, for men not getting men laid. Men that want to rush their wife into sex after she has a baby. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you know, zero like, amount. I, I, empathize but do not sympathize with coach taylor throughout this entire episode i think he was kind of set up to be a parallel to um uh to landry's dad uh talking Mm. to lila like a lot of the like like, there's some yeah it's a tyra sorry yeah there's lots of very direct like now this is what you're gonna do like moments and this is what i need through it but like ultimately he's like he's not even they make a big thing out of like he doesn't even say yes at the end until he's sure she's gonna be excited about it so it's like well he's you know he's one of the good ones but he's still he's still like he's still mad you know i mean that in, in, in with no respect yeah I know. And we'll, we'll touch on it later, but I, I did love that last scene. It was, it was really cute, but like the it's way cute. that we got there was icky. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, what I, I wrote, yeah. I wrote, do you, at, we can play the clip if you want. It's at 1330 sure. when coach is telling Tammy what to do. And then in my head, I was just positing the questions. Is he doing this just to get laid or is he genuinely 
trying to step up after being I think called. he's trying so to we'll get laid. listen and think. I think he's trying to get laid, too. <laughs> Does Spoiler he know? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. a good question. I tell you what. What? There are going to be some changes around here. What kind of changes? You want to know what kind of changes? Mm-hmm. What day is today? Um, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. And what happens Wednesday nights? Well, I wouldn't know that because of this new chart I've created. Wednesday. This did Let's remind me of Wednesday. my dad. Oh, it's pretty cute. Book club tonight. No, I don't want to go to book club. Oh, yes, hell, you do want Those to go to book club. Those ladies are crazy. Let me tell you something. You are going to book club. Let me tell you why you're Those going to book club. Those ladies are crazy. You can relax. You're going to spend some time with your friends. You're going to have a few glasses of wine. And you're going to enjoy yourself. That's why. All right? Hmm. Man takes care of his wife. Oh, that was my Texas <clears throat> thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, didn't like man that. Man takes care of his wife. Man takes care of his wife. It's like it was cute, but it was just there was quite an undertone of like you could view it as cute, but the the hint of bribery almost Mm -hmm. was pretty strong. And they have such a blunt relationship that they get away with a lot of moments mm-hmm. like that and have them not feel creepy. Because like at any moment she can be like, "Go fuck yourself, sleep on the yeah, couch, kick him out of will. the door." Right? <laughs> yeah, but like, y- yeah, there's just like the weird. There's a forcefulness to it that I think was supposed to be like whim, like like kind of like oh. He's got blue balls, but like it just it comes <laughs> off creepy if your wife just gave birth and she had like part, postpartum depression right, and she's yeah. just trying to like be okay right now. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think it was a missed opportunity because it could have been, like you said, you empathize with him, but you don't sympathize. Like he could have been like, I just really miss being close to you. Like I've been so, yeah. I've been gone yeah. so long and, you know, I'm going to do these things. And then when you're ready, you know, I think that would have been obviously the better choice, but yeah, mm-hmm. he never, like, had a conversation with her about, like, well, what are you feeling right now that's yeah. making you not want to? Like, are you okay? Do, what do you need from me as your right. husband? Versus, yes. like, yeah. let me tell you what you're going to do tonight, and this will make you feel better. She right. just needs to ask her what she needs from him. Yeah, that's all he needs to do. Silly coach. Silly but yeah, coach. it was a little slimy. I couldn't tell if it was out of character or if he's just, like, I know if it's just a bumpy reintroduction to his life and he is refiguring out his role yeah totally. he's also just such a coach like he you, yeah. as you said like he is a coach like to his core so he doesn't understand like uh re- he doesn't understand saying like tell me what's going on like he he knows he he understands analyzing and and giving his suggestions for what needs to happen so when it's something that or he demands. needs like or de- yeah exactly or de- exactly <laughs> so he like goes in, he goes into that mode and he doesn't know any other way to be, really. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, and he kind of wasn't wrong. I do, like, sometimes you do need a push to get out and do something for yourself. Yeah. I got that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And she did seem to have a really nice time, but it yeah. definitely was slimy. Yes. Well, and she as- decided to get drunk for free. It's and, yeah. you know. And then and then not and give him nothing. Give him which, nothing. Uh, well, but yeah. the thing that bothered me is that it did work. That was when I was kind of like, oh, I didn't want her to cave. No, but it, at the very end, you mean? At the end, yeah. No, but I don't think oh, that was right. her caving because that oh. wasn't. Yeah, because I didn't. I read that as, you know, his 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 want was for her to go to the book club, have a couple glasses of wine, come home, and want to have sex. And then she was like, clear. And then she says this. I gotta go pump the pump, baby. I'm sorry. I love you. Don't touch me. Love you. Ow. <laughs> love you. Don't touch me. <laughs> Which we love. I love yes, you. Don't touch that's me. true. So he didn't really That's win. True. I, I genuinely think she like actually wanted to do that at the very end. 
I think it was like her caving. Yeah, that's true. I forgot it wasn't like directly connected. It wasn't that night. Right. She came home. It was definitely the, a little like her first time later. getting turned in like months, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, she's going to have a good time. Yeah. Right. But it was also a little self-serving once we realized that he also kind of wanted her out of the house so that he could deal with his boys. <laughs> yeah. A mess of a scene. Oh, yes. Yeah. The chili situation. Although the chili did look and good. And telling Smash just to get out. Like immediately after, yeah. Like I would have done that too, though, because think of from Matt's perspective, if he knew that Smash stayed longer than after he walked out. Yeah, would make it worse. Should have walked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Matt's got nuance this episode, though. He does. I want to give him the game ball because he stood his ground, and I am so proud of my little Matt in multiple ways. And I hadn't even thought about the his perspective of how he felt abandoned by coach and Julie. Yeah. And like, he hasn't really vocalized well, that yet. And I was like, Damn. Too. yeah. Yeah. How, how many people are going to abandon Matt? Oh, well, we have that scene coming that's up. That's an which actual is one of the line best of his later. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Why does everyone leave Oh, that's right. Me? Why does everyone leave Why does everyone leave me? Which, I agree right. with your game ball, Monica. I think that he really grew some balls this episode. Yeah. Game balls. <laughs> I was into it. Yeah. I loved when Tammy came into the Alamo freeze and Matt's like, and he he obviously is Mm -hmm. forcing it. He's like, I have to talk about this. And you realize like, yeah, number one, he wants to kind of just like acknowledge this with Tammy because he grew close to Julie and they were dating and now they're not. But he also doesn't have that figure. Like, he's like, is he going to talk to Lorraine yeah. about this? Absolutely not. So like, <laughs> she's busy with her tiara yeah, and her tapioca. That was, um, an example of I think what you were talking about earlier with like the ridiculous and but beautiful scene yeah. where like yes. it's it's an, it's an, that's an that's a crazy scene that she's actively trying to get away with him and he's trying to talk to her about <laughs> like his like do you think I should go back to your daughter but it also like it's acted so well and yeah. directed so well I agree. that you like it, it it you buy every second of it yes and I think we've all been there yeah Matt is hundred percent one of those people that like. He's like, if I don't like force this conversation, it's not going to happen. You know, like he's yeah, not going to be like smooth and like, he's not, he's not smooth. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to like get it in there in a smooth way. He's just going to have to like literally be like, oh, hey, hey, do you think I should hey. go back to your daughter? You know? <laughs> yeah. And it is hard if you've ever like yeah. dated someone where you're really involved with their family and yeah. the breakup is weird and hard and you like do mm-hmm. want to go like get lunch with their mom and like closed loops and things like like it is a weird yeah i was i really resonated with that like awkward moment yeah for sure mm. um oh i did have one last note that i made about when tammy comes home drunk i did for the first time ever maybe a line that i don't think was delivered very well by connie mm, okay when she was telling this she was like acting drunk which i thought she did like a decent job at decent job yeah but then she, when she was talking about how all the girl ladies had a six week story, yeah, that was kind of rough. She was like <laughs> laughing at herself. She's like, they, <laughs> yeah, they it was a little cheesy. Yeah. Oh I was really? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I liked that moment from her because she seemed, it seemed very manipulative to me. Well, like not yeah. in a like sinister kind of way, but it felt it, it did feel like a fake laugh to me. Yeah. But it felt oh, like yeah. she was trying to manipulate him in that moment but like by she knew he was smart he was too smart for her to be like guess what all the ladies had this she was was throwing it all away but like that's a good perspective actually i didn't think that was that was my that was my interpretation at least was that she was like she was trying to gain the upper hand and then she got it from him i think that tracks yeah i can see that like 
have empathy for me, you know, like yes. all these other women had like their six week stories, but she, yeah, you know, you're nothing she didn't special. want like, like your suffering is nothing special. Every man yeah. has been begging his wife. Like, yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Also, yeah. did she drive home? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was like, Tammy. I know. Tammy, dark driving. Bad Tammy. We need another um, after school special. Texas. I know. Yeah, Julie just Where, did a PSA on this. told us. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that ended the last episode. I so know. Weird. I had never we seen that before. When we release this Friday, you should listen, because we talk about why that deal was made. And it was like some weird early product placement deal that they made with Allstate. It's very strange. It's very strange. Amy Teagarden gave it everything, though. She was like, I <laughs> was am going to save lives, actually. Right. She was like, it was you know, I was more all slouched on that, it. like, One Tree Hill picnic bench. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly the most, like, energy I've seen from her, honestly, including her performance. Best acting she's done. <laughs> okay, I have a question. I don't know when you're planning on getting into your music corner yes but remember how you were saying wait the guy in parks and rec who they get the band back together for the unity concert and you said it was are you sure because i'm pretty sure they're the decemberists no the decembers do play at the unity concert but wilco also does their land ho Oh, they and both then the play. Decemberists, yeah, because they play there. I will hang my yes. head. He goes, I love this town. I had a um, a burger and both of the patties were pizzas or something. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which that was the I'm perfect choice for yes. the concert ask. I loved that. Yeah. They're like the cool okay. indie couple. Yeah. Love I'm satisfied. It. Okay. Good. <laughs> Glad we could clear that up. Um <laughs> <laughs> I love when Matt was like, I'll, t- I'll talk to you when you call me. <sighs> when, wait, did what? You, did y'all notice that like awkward? So when she's like, Do you want to come to the summer? And he's like, Oh, yeah, sounds good. Oh. And then she walks away oh, and he's like, yeah. I'll talk to you when you call me. Yeah, yeah, like you're not coming back. Like, like your, your tail is like nowhere between your legs, Julie. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. It's like pulling Where's you forward. It's not even just like <laughs> dragging. Yeah. Your hat is is high on your head, not in your hands yeah. right yes. now. But he did sink You're going to call me. He, did. he did lean into it, though. He was like, yeah. but I loved Landry's reaction most during that scene when he just is like, no, he goes, nope. Just, no. <laughs> nope. He goes, what? Okay. Okay. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another that's another thing that made it feel like Friday Night Lights again is all land. That was Landry's only response. But we see it resonating with Matt. Yeah. all the way throughout the rest of the episode. Absolutely. And that's mm-hmm. the FNL storytelling that is so special. Mm, yeah. 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 Speaking of Landry, what do we think about mm. uh, his dad's visit to the Colette household and our beloved Insane. Mindy? I love that shot of Mindy, though. Yes. She looks hilarious. <laughs> so trashy in her bra and, like, those Sophie shorts that we used to roll, like, 18 times. Yes. Makeup all over her face, and she just deadpans him. Why is there a cop she's in my house? She's not scared at all. <laughs> yeah, know, not intimidated. Not she hates, she hates him. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. It was awesome. Okay. I feel like, you know, we often talk about our first read of a scene because we're watching this like 10 years later. Um, I think when I watched it when I was young, I was like, I, I like hated Mr. Clark. I was like, he's 
Yeah, I don't think I had an opinion on him. I just didn't. I don't know. I just thought he was being harsh and whatever. And I and now I still think he's being harsh, but he's obviously doing what he needs to do. Oh, weird. I was the opposite. Okay. I empathized with him when I was younger. And now I think he's a dick. I think he's a piece okay. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. OK, tell us. I think he's abusing his power. Like, uh, mm-hmm. first, my big thing is like, you can't like, you can't be rolling up to her house and like coming in as an officer of the law, like under that and guise. Based on even case if it's, like, information wake- that he only knows yes. because he's a cop. <laughs> True. Yeah, you're, and like, this is a, uh, a sexual assault victim too. And you're like yeah. coming in there and intimidating her and telling her what she's not going to do. Um, and like making it very clear that it's not, um, or because I think the actor, I keep forgetting. I always forget his name. He's so phenomenal. I do too, but he's he in Bloodline too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He sell, he sells the fuck out of that scene. So you empathize with him again, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, like in a, in a harsher way than with coach Taylor, but you, you're like, you're, you understand why he's doing what he's doing. There's like yeah. an insane sense of protectiveness about his son. That's just been activated for like the first time right. in his life when he says that he's never lied to me, but it's also creepy. Like it's so, it it's is. so terrifying and creepy and irresponsible. I agree. I had a similar opinion, except both extremes. So I start this rewatch. I was like, oh, I'm finally getting into this storyline and it's starting to track when he, Landry's dad, uh, sees Tyra in the station, learns about what her case was, that she's connected to the guy. He starts getting super worried and goes and talks to his son. That's where it should have stopped. If he yeah. at, like where he realized his son was lying to him when he asked him if mm-hmm. he was okay or what was going, he didn't ask him any like leading questions, but then that's where it should have ended. He should yeah. not have taken yeah. his investigative in confidential interview or information to Tyra and threatened her with it. And implied that like she killed him and Landry's helping cover up. Right. Like, dude, that's not what happened. Um, and implying that like if she did, there. he doesn't really care because he's like, I hope it doesn't come to it if I come back to you as a police officer. Yeah. Do we want to play that clip? Yes. Um, I have it at twenty-two. Okay. And I wrote to ponder while we listen. I wrote, Please. "Good amount of misogyny here?" Question mark. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm sorry. Well, I think I had the same read as you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm like, there I think were, there's so much nuance. Me, there's so much nuance. I think maybe I felt both of those things. <laughs> yes, and I think maybe with the Landry scene. I was seeing it differently, but the Tyra one, it was flipped where I was like, oh, you're a dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, the irony of him saying, like, I'm not here as a cop. I'm here as a like father. Many he's times when he's there. And a patrol car. Yeah, he, he, exactly. <laughs> like, you're there. You're there as a cop father. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. And dry. This whole you and Landry thing has never made much sense to me but i think maybe it's starting to right now i i I don't really know what you're talking about the fact that you two just happened to get together about the same time this dead guy shows up that's what i'm talking about tyra i'm sorry but are you are you accusing me of something i'm not here today as a cop Okay, and God forbid it'll never come to that. I'm here talking to you today as a father who is worried about his son. Landry has never lied to me. Never. But he's lying to me now. That delivery was great, though. Yeah. I don't know what you're involved with, but I am not about to let him get dragged into it. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But either way, you're going to do something for me. 
and this is not a request, you stay away from my boy. You got that? See, this just, it was felt very misogynistic to me. I mean, I know that she has like a record, like it, you could hear them listing it off, but none of it was like, it was tr like she's 17 years old. Yeah. Assault, yes. Yeah. And um, just because she's like the beautiful sort of edgy one, this conservative sheltered cop dad is like placing all of the blame on her. Right. And I found I found that to be pretty I'm, damn misogynistic. I'm here as a dad, not as a cop. As like a tumbleweed goes by and he's like, <laughs> this two guns. <laughs> but it's like, buddy, your son's the murderer in this right, scenario. Right. Yeah. You know, like he's the one that, like, it's just. Like, don't they know by yeah. now the body had blunt force trauma? Like, did Tyra do that? I mean, yeah. And like, I mean, she's a strong woman. I can see her doing that. But I. I, it's right. just weird that it wouldn't cross his mind like, oh, yes, maybe both of them he, killed him or maybe Landry killed he him. He just like, thinks of her as loose. So like even yeah. like no, like anyone pulled into her orbit is corrupted. So like like yeah. she didn't necessarily kill this guy, but like the son's involved, like he just can't help himself against this yeah. siren. Yeah. Well, and Which I love is a recognizable trope on a smaller scale from high school. Mm -hmm. Yes. Middle well, school. I was going to say, I love the continuity with like Tammy being like, oh, Julie's going to be contaminated just by being in Tyra's atmosphere. And it's like, no, she's like a broken girl that like, yeah. you know, there's, there's a difference. I mean, there's a, there's a balance between influence and personal responsibility. And yeah. And obviously mm -hmm. parents are going to err on the side of influence, but I like that that's being continued in with this, new parent and what's also mm -hmm. happening here but it also is is shitty and half the time it's not tyra doing anything it's that the children are just as guilty of that same sentiment because they go to tyra when they want to rebel right it's Absolutely. like tyra's nev never the instigator <laughs> yeah. almost never yeah this is yeah. she was being stalked by this guy who like wanted to rape her right he um, did attempt then, he it was but, a rape attempt yeah yeah and then the guy who was uh the guy who was in love with her just like killed him for her. Like she, she orchestrated none of it. I can't believe it's a male storyline that we're talking about. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed this, Scorsese? I know. Well, speaking of crazy storylines, um, should we get into the which will obviously trigger my musician's corner? The whole boat scene. So first off, I I have this is not a booze cruise. It's just a boat. <laughs> like they just are drinking on it. Right. Lila's totally. like, a booze cruise, Tim. And it's like just the three of them and like a guy driving the boat. That's not how a booze cruise works. Right. Like you can that... drive a boat. Why did they have a hired Mexican man driving that boat? For I don't know. Maybe he didn't have his license. But also, when has that it's... ever stopped them from doing anything? It's Mexico. Do you There's think, only like, one non-corrupt the... cop, remember? <laughs> it's a writing room that's never been to Mexico, even though it's like right yeah, over truly. Uh, yes. the line. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Like this is they they have boats that you can I don't hire the like American teenagers can hire for ten dollars, yeah. grab them around like for pontoons. a while. No, I don't know. But it was like a speedboat, yeah. not a pontoon. Yes. Anyways, it cracked the whole thing cracked me up. But they were drinking it, but it definitely wasn't a booze cruise. Right. They just had booze on a boat while they cruised. So yeah. and snor snorkels and goggles around all of their necks. Right. But never were touched. Never utilized. <laughs> it was just like a prop. I know. It was like, really think? irritated me. Yeah. What do you what do y'all feel about um Lila being a born again who drinks? And it's like not just drinks, but like silly you for thinking she wouldn't. I actually think she was I I thought about that. I don't think she's drinking alcohol. I think she's drinking like a soda. 
Oh, really? Because I thought she yeah. was drinking too, and I was like, "Yes, no, she was drinking because she's drunk." After in that, that last scene. she's drunk. Well, she's when drunk she in kisses that last both scene. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she decides to say her prayers before it goes too far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can be Christian and drink for sure, but her born again storyline is ridiculous. It's yes, extreme. Yeah, she's like, like I'm a not, Baptist uh, yeah. that can't do anything but also a, does all these things she's a hypocrite yeah. right it's, it's a little salad bar but like in like yes. in a but not mm-hmm. not in like a rational human being sort of way obviously right right but like in a, in a way for a, a character who was born again in mm-hmm. texas exactly well it kind of tracks for me at least just because we know that she doesn't have her family's falling apart so like she needed some sort of community but i don't think she would have gone that direction if her family had stayed the same yeah she needs somebody to anchor mm-hmm. her identity in and she's going yeah. full force because she has nothing else. Okay. So but we're she gonna... only wants it when, when she needs it. Right. So we're going to listen to the scene where they confront Jason and that is going to go into my musician's corner. Goggles on everyone. Beautiful cinema, cinematic orchestra. So orchestra. Here we go. Listen, man, we've been talking. We don't think this stem cell thing is such a great idea. Look, I know you feel lost and you're looking for hope, but it's false hope. Why are you here? Why is she even here? Jay. We just don't want you to do something like this on a whim. I've been researching it for weeks, so... Weeks, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. Even the doctor said there's a good chance of you dying on the table. Look, I want out of this chair, all right? I want out of this chair. Not next month, not next year, but I want out now. All right, there's a way to do that. And neither of you can look me in the eye and tell me you know what it's like to live in this chair. So I'm going to do this. Y'all can't stop me. Get on the table. If I die, I'm fine with that. All don't right, I'll say make that. Peace you have it. so much to live with. No, actually, I don't, Yes, Violet. you do, Jason. I know it doesn't seem like it right now, but everything happens for a reason. God has a plan. You know that. Oh, God, God. What? God and I aren't exactly friends ever since he decided to break my neck. Okay, fine. You don't want religion? How about the fact that this is just a stupid idea and you're being an idiot? Maybe I'll just let some Jesus freak dunk my head into the water and wash all my troubles away. It's that easy, right? Maybe I'll just grab a 12 Right, Riggins? That'll fix my spine right up. Or, or maybe I, I can sleep with a single woman from across the street. Yeah, you know what? I get it, Jay. I get you want to walk again, but guess what? Never going to happen. Ever. Fact. You know what? Best case scenario, you lose 10 grand. Worst case scenario, dead, Jay. Dead. You think I want to go back to dealing and look your family in the eyes and tell them I let you do this? Listen, I love you, and I will knock you out and bring your ass back to dealing if I have to.
come in the truck. Okay. Like five minutes later. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not having the surgery. Let's go back to Texas. Go back to Texas. Let's get you up. Well, what are you waiting for? I'm just contemplating how I'm going to get you in the truck at this point. I love that song so much. That was the song I used in my um, thesis film project in grad school. No way. It was about high functioning depression. Wow. It was like a split screen. I like know every beat of that song. (laughs) That's so cool. It's just like such a, yeah, it's a perfect moment where like the, you can tell somebody distinctly was like, this is the song. This is the moment that we're going to create right now. And it's just like, yeah, it's really cool when, it's really cool when a moment like that, like it, it just came together and like solved a lot of the emotional undercurrents through this like mm-hmm. grand little bit of opera, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the lyrics are really powerful too. It's about death. Um, like at the very end of the song, it says, it's time to die. It's at the very end. Yeah. And it's a very much about like, um, it reminds me of the same sentiment of like comfortably numb. Yes. Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved it. I think, again, we saw some of the subtle storytelling. So after Tim and Lila walk up to the front of the boat, Jason's just watching them like stand and interact with each other like normal humans. These two people who have already wounded him and showing him something that he'll never be able to do. Yeah. And he just didn't want to be alive. And I thought that that was pretty powerful. And there were no, again, no dialogue because we didn't need it. And that made it feel authentic again exactly yeah i was like god this scene is ridiculous and like the fact that they come in the truck he jumped i mean all of it is ridiculous but it's so so... he would drown exactly i mean it's not Mm -hmm. realistic but it's incredibly beautiful and um yeah i'll i'll do my musician's corner thing because um just real quick because Obviously, that was to build a home. I mean, not obviously, you may not know. To build a home by cinematic orchestra. <laughs> you idiots! You idiots! It's a very long song. There's also a like a radio edit or a single version that's shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Texas acts in this one were Devandra Banhart, who was born in Houston and raised in Venezuela, and there was also a, a song from Randy Travis, who is very oh, yeah. legendary. Which I didn't realize his um, original name was Randy Bruce Trawick, so that's not his oh. his official name. And he's Sneaky considered snake. a I know. He's considered a pivotal figure in the history of country music. He's recorded 20 studio albums and short, charted more than 50 singles on the Billboard Hot Country song charts, including 16 that reached the number one. So that's incredible. Damn, Billy. Yes. Randy. But What's his that, name? Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy. Damn, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, to build a home, it's been used in several different TV shows, movies, um, adverts, including Tinker, Taylor, Soldier Spy, One Tree Hill, Grey's Anatomy, Criminals, Minds, Suits, Friday Night Lights, Orange is the New Black, This Is Us, Shit's Creek, and The Gifted. Um, Shit's Creek. Yeah, I actually don't think I'm it's used in I the. Par- it was in... It's not in Paranormal. I, was... I don't think. I was gonna say that I thought it was. 
clearly it not, definitely but... feels like something that would be yeah yeah for sure but it is a gorgeous song it's a gorgeous song and it this scene felt very one tree hill to me which i love and mm. every episode is of one tree hill is a title of a song and music is very integral to the plot and the show and everything even if something and ridiculous isn't there a character is in a wheelchair who gets handicapped nope well um one of the characters a dog eats someone's heart that does happen <laughs> Wait, for real oh yeah there's there's ridiculous plots Carly. someone oh does gosh. end up in a wheelchair but he gets out he gets out it's temporary like it's, <laughs> it's a temporary it's just doobie he gets back he, out. he gets out of his wheelchair but i forget what scene this song is in but this scene of friday night lights reminded me of one tree hill where it's like okay this would literally never happen and they're teenagers and they're acting like they're 30 and like all this stuff but it's so incredibly beautiful and it's still yeah. so emotive and like just if you take the reality out of it it's so impactful and so yeah mm-hmm. i love well, it and I, like I think that we've seen this moment with Jason once or twice before where he wants to give up and someone else helps him get his fight back, like his motivation. Mm -hmm. And this time it's usually Herc, but this time it was him. Like, I think he was underwater drowning, being faced with death and was like, nope, I want to be alive. And he kind of had, then he had to start fighting to get to the surface and like fight Mm -hmm. back. And we've seen Jason need that a couple of times now. Yeah, absolutely. But what yeah, they've scene. been in Mexico for like a week and a half now. I wrote <laughs> for so damn. There's been two football games. Yeah. Two. Do they even <laughs> know that Coach Taylor's back? Right. Where Do are they know anything? Parents? Yeah, there's like, no repercussions for like Jason leaving. Like there's a tiny no. bit for Tim, I think, but he it's fine. Like it's just crazy that this happens. It is Truly crazy. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like the, the there being two football games really blows my mind. Like, yeah, that Tim has now missed. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. whatever, man. It should happen. Right. Yeah. Texas forever. Texas forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Timmy boy. Oh, Timmy. So then we go to the game and. Landry's playing, which I loved the scene where he's like, he tells him that he's playing and Landry does his little dance and his little towel in the locker. His speech is, is, is wild. That, that's a wild that. scene for this show too. I know. <laughs> in a low-key way. I know. I think we might need to play Look. that. <laughs> which clip? Um, Landry's speech in the locker room. Oh, yes. His Weasley is our king moment for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. And he's like, oh, wait, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> wait. I'm not supposed to do this. But Carly, didn't you love him getting put in or um, coach telling them that he's going to play and his little dance and his little towel? Yes, it was adorable. I read something negative about it on the internet that I'm trying to not let affect me. <gasps> what? I hate I'm very internet. susceptible. When mm. I read that other people didn't like a scene, I'm like, yeah. Okay, that why? was bad. What did they say? Um, they just thought it was really unrealistic that he would ever get put in. Like, he's doing well. And Matt, I know, but they just like at a main important game like that for him to actually get put in and put on a play. I don't think it's unrealistic. It's like pretty they're, unheard of. They're not putting Matt and Smash in. So like a lot of their like, ta- and Tim's yeah, not Tim even there. Like a lot of head. their talent is gone. Like Landry's like probably like, okay. And he's like going to give him a shot for like a second at the very end. Yeah. I think it's fine. Monica's I with it. And she is Yo. our official monsplainer. Exactly. Look at this. <laughs> Coach. Oh my gosh. He looks like wow. a like a honey badger. He looks like a hyena. Monica's showing us a picture of Coach, a still frame of him yelling at the players and he looks it's pretty intense. 
The jungle right. scenes out of Mean Girls. Let's hear Landry as our king. <laughs> Someone better have something to say. Coach, Saracen Smash. Sit down. Saracen Smash <laughs> don't play part. defense. They don't play special teams. And last time I checked, Saracen Smash were supposed to be supposed to be two members of an 11-man offense. Who's got something to say? I mean, maybe the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Lange, Keep don't. it shut, Saracen. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? I mean, I mean, maybe we're forgetting that Speak we're, we're up. Lot, maybe we're forgetting that we're a lot stronger together than we're ever gonna be alone. I, I realize that I am not anywhere close to one of the most talented players in this room, and I know I've, I've never played one reel down of football, but but I know that we can either we can either win together or we can lose alone. And I, I, I know it sounds stupid, but I but it is an honor just to just to stand in here with y'all. That's. This goes. That's. <laughs> Hashtag Lance for Prez, twenty twenty four. Clear eyes, full hearts. That was a good moment. It was sweet. And I liked that he had like took his little calculus approach first. <laughs> and yeah. Matt's like, no, don't. It's like reminded me of when they're on the boat and Lila starts talking about God and you just hear Tim go, no, no don't stop. do any Jesus mm. stuff. It's not right. It's not right now. It's not going to work. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I did think that that was really cute. Um, I wrote Lance, so adorable in his gear. <laughs> I know. And he goes, get your helmet. He's like, where's my helmet? I know. He's like, I'm ready to go in. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of Lance's cute gear, I have a couple of quick fashion notes. Oh, yes. Let's do it. <gasps> fashion. Royce is a repeat guest. He should know now. Right. No no surprises I here. forgot. <laughs> you know, snuck up on me. Yeah. It's pretty creepy and memorable. So yes. that's your fault. <laughs> 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 but I did write that Jason's hat reappears. Did you still feel positively about it, Monica? I don't feel positively about it. I just don't feel negatively about it. Bryce, what do you think about Jason rocking a bowler hat? No, fedora. For, fedora, whatever. No, not It's right very it's Jason very in this moment. This is the fashion. It's world. very, it's very, it's very much a Jason who's like running away to, to Mexico. Yes. Uh, He's like, this uh, is my Mexico you know, outfit. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's he's trying to figure it out right now. He's going through it, yeah, and I think his is. sartorial choices uh, match that. If he was looking a little too snappy, I'd be like, maybe maybe this mania is working for you right now. Right. I'm not a big fan of hats on men in general, so I did not love this. But I like your Same. point that he may only be wearing it because he's emotionally destitute. But Monica mm-hmm. that likes likes a man who can rock a fedora which apparently is not the same thing as a bowler hat again i don't i just don't feel negatively about it like i know people hate that i'm just like i didn't hate it but i don't prefer (laughs) a man of in a fedora (laughs) just to put that when they're making leslie nope's dating profile and they're like what do you feel about birds love them cats love them turtles Turtles. no opinion no opinion (laughs) (laughs) no opinion opinion. yeah bowler hat's bigger um gotcha yeah well, I like choice, it a little better. This, yeah, it's more well, of a choice. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that, I, I respect that you're trying to cosplay or something. Right. If you're wearing <laughs> you're a polar hat. But yeah. a fedora, I'm like, you're buying, I think you're buying whatever you're, whatever you think you're selling right now. Right. Yeah, True. So. Although but it could have been worse. It could have been a sombrero. <laughs> True. I, I wouldn't say you know this what? episode. I bet that might have been in an original draft, and somebody <laughs> at some part of NBC was like, got, nah. "There's got gotten. You're gonna regret a lot of this. You'll definitely re- regret <laughs> right. this." Right. So, I really liked um, Julie's headband. In oh, it was cute. Mm. It was really cute. Yeah. I thought that Lila's sundresses were cute, but just a yeah. little much for traveling in Mexico alone. Yes, agreed. There was also one shot that cracked me up um, when Matt and Julie are talking, and it's an unusual for Friday Night Lights wide shot where they're both on screen. And they're, yes, they're both of their wrists that are facing camera. Mm-hmm. Matt has a Livestrong, and then Julie has one of those like leather wrap bracelets, bracelets that had the metal spikes in yes. them. Remember those? Mm, and it was I just like yeah. very 2000. The nickel yes. Back. yes. The nickel package bracelet. The nickel package. We'll never know what it is. Never. Also, the Decemberist is such a like 2000. Yes. Like, I, a reference hasn't come out of the blue and hit me unexpectedly like that in a while. I was right. like, right, the Decemberist. Yeah, like, of course that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the yeah. Decemberist, because they're all hipster and cool. Yeah. Right. It's like for Carly and I, it'd be like Vampire Weekend. It's like when Jess is like, oh, right. tickets to right. the distillers. Right. Yeah, that was like early, early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> my only other note was just that um lila's swimsuit was pretty meh yeah not, nothing to write home about yeah i thought it was gonna be so well, she was been dressing in those cute little dresses i thought she's gonna have a cute swimsuit but it was just a weird old tankini yeah all right, one of those all. with the like napkin flap in the front napkin i'm waving my hands right here that's all i got for fashion same um Oh, when we were talking about Landry and how cute he is in his gear. Uh, yeah. I did think he was looking good this episode. He did. But he carries a team on his back, and then there's this really cute shot of his parents. Did you see? Yes. That was, that was pretty I, cute. So I'm really glad that Carly oh, yeah. double-checked my post for tomorrow when we're putting out earlier episode i pulled screenshots from this episode to post tomorrow for the you know and i but i did pull that where they're his mom's like literally crying, crying. it's so sweet yeah so i got happy that. for his mom and only his mom exactly mm-hmm. good morning moment. to nobody except Landry's lance's mom, mom. <laughs> yeah i love that they're still doing the lance thing i know um when they were cheering for landry i literally cried <laughs> That was one of the other things that that person negatively influenced me. Uh, you gotta stop reading the damn internet. This is I have to. We're to list- for my film section. You don't have to read all. No, you can just research on. Well, your I don't own. read all. That it's was okay me researching on shows, my own. <laughs> it's okay to let TV shows be TV shows. Sometimes I think is it a moment yes. that's like not grounded in like in like hyper reality. Yes. It was not um, maybe yeah, yeah but, but like but cry. whatever. It was such a rude yeah. moment. But yeah. then you get kind of one two punched in the gut. <sighs> Tyro is harsh, man. I know. Which I ugh, the and so the looks when she says like look at you i felt yeah mm, yeah that that didn't need to be said that was like airbud yeah. when he's like i hate you 
Well, and it was so sad because she right. shows up and she's like, let's go out. And he's like, oh, let's go out. Like, we're going to yeah. like, you know, catch up and like make out up yeah. against the brick wall outside of Applebee's. Right. Because he's like, this is my night. Oh, I hated yeah. it so much. But I did think as harsh as she was, which she maybe needed to be. I know. I did too. But I did think it was a classy move for her to not tell him that her dad, that his dad had intervened and like drive yeah. a rift between him and his dad. It's like she recognized that. I'm sure she is aware that what he did was inappropriate, but right. for her to not tell Landry and to not to choose not to like drive a wedge between them was, I thought, pretty classy. I think that shows how much she cares yeah, about him. Classy. She cares, yeah, I think yeah, she cares a lot about him. I don't care for the move because it's again and like and it's like it's not like you can blame her for it because she's the one doing it to herself. But she's taking on all of this emotional weight that she does not deserve to be taking like she didn't deserve yeah. it to begin with at the beginning of, of getting stalked by this guy and totally. like so you just have like you as opposed to just like having her you know tell him like your dad said this to me and this is like how he treated me and like i don't you know like thing like things are complicated like you know like i get it like then of course like you're right like that would drive a rift between them and then she'd feel bad about it. she'd feel bad either way i guess that's yes, what i'm yeah. getting at right and it's really sad like i love her so much and I she's know. really being put through it right now i know I agree. And I don't love all the decisions she's making. Like, it's just very immature. And they are young. And I appreciate us, like, being shown that they are still kids in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But there is, like, one line earlier on that kind of cracked me up when they're arguing about it. And Tyra's like, they found that body. This could lead right to you. I'm like, no shit. No shit. Y'all murdered him. Right. Like, of course, Mm -hmm. it's going to eventually lead to you guys, whether you're broken up or not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter if y'all are dating. (laughs) Yeah. Whether you're going to get convicted for murder. But that's like their child. Like, like they can't understand the concept as a whole. They keep thinking, like, if they just keep it a secret, it'll be fine. Okay, secrets out. If we just split up, it'll be fine. You know, they Mm -hmm. keep in a very childlike way trying to put a Band-Aid over it. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. So we already kind of talked about this, but I love that Matt was like, I'm not going to the Sembers with you because I'm pissed off at you. You didn't even say sorry. Oh, so good. That took me by surprise. I didn't remember that part from when I first watched. Yeah. That he ended up saying no to her. Yeah. And he I was like really it. like blunt about it. I loved it. He was like, you never apologized to me. She goes, well, yeah. I am sorry. He's like, no, no, too late. Like for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's that, really but I mean that shows also that he really genuinely loves her mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I think um, as opposed to loving this idea of her and doing anything it takes to like have that close to him. Because like if you really love someone, like you want to make each other better yeah. too. And right. like if you like it was sure it was partially about like an injustice he had done to her genuinely, like she had hurt him. But also, like, she was being a shitty person by like yeah. that was a shitty thing to do. And like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna grow if you don't admit that like this was shitty, like all yeah. like this little move you did, and it's gonna make you respect me less too. Yeah. So like, it was, yeah, it was such a great moment. I agree. It was so good. Um, right. And I also, yeah. And the part where it. Matt, so he d- he does his thing, and then he goes back inside, and then he and Lander are just both like. They're not with the girls they want to be, but like, it's, it's right right now. And they're just like having to accept mm-hmm. it. And yeah. it's so Well, and it was kind of like, I, I like the point you just made Royce about him being so in love with her. Cause I didn't think about it that way, but it totally makes sense because he doesn't want her halfway. He wants, if yeah. he's going to have yeah. the woman he loves, he wants her in 
the way that she wants to have them, which reminds me of the Gilmore line with the, the when Jan no. <laughs> when Jan um, has her cameo in Gilmore. You don't really seem therapist. to have them now. <laughs> but I, that's a really that line like really stuck with me for yeah. a long time. She's saying to Lorelai because Luke won't commit to marrying her, and the therapist is saying, "Well, like." she says, I feel like I'm losing him. And then the therapist says, well, it doesn't really seem like you have him right now, yeah. at least not in the way that you want him. Yeah. And that like has mm-hmm. really resonated with me it's when really I changed about, my life. <laughs> kind of. It's just like a good really way to good. think about whether or not you want this man in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. But yes, I loved Matt's. I wrote go Matt sexy confidence. Yes. Love it. Yes. Sexy confidence. Sexy. And then the last scene Oh, well, we talked about the I gotta go pray, but Lila kisses both of them. <laughs> it's disgusting. Of course. I hate that. That's why she's gotta pray. So much. She's gotta do a lot of praying. Like, is she deciding was, between the two of them? What is she praying about? Like, I didn't uh, get it. I didn't get it. I at think all. she just feels it's she a has very, yeah. I remember, I think at the time being like, this is wild to see on NBC primetime a little bit on like yeah, a show families watch. Break together i know yeah it, but it, it's also it's a little like i true like it's also just so on the nose with that e2 mama stuff too that i think this, that like someone one of the writers in the room just had that image in their mind we're like we're gonna do that right but instead of a three-way she's gonna pray like she's gonna walk <laughs> away and do that that's my fantasy right. like we can get that on nbc right i mean i do think she was confused i'm sure that feelings wise especially since they've been drinking she's yeah. confused about how Jason, who she's loved for years and years, grew up with him. Tim, who is an able-bodied, sexy man that is her, like, guilty pleasure. And she decides to have her cake and eat it, too. But she's going to pray it off. (laughs) I know. I almost would have liked the scene. I, like, kind of don't mind that she kisses them both because she already has kissed them both. Like, (laughs) whatever. I love love it. But But it got her in a lot of trouble the first time she did that. Yes, but like, but it's like this is where this is, this where, is where we, we are, are, you know. So it's like, yeah, let's true. let's bring it out in the open. Exactly, where <laughs> this is happening, air it out. And like, I know they yeah. have to continue this crazy Christianese thing, but like, if she just didn't say that and she just kind of like walked away or something, like it would have been so yeah. much better. Or just be like, ah, I shouldn't be here, and just have yeah, a like yeah, like I don't know, like we need to go back to Texas or something. Yeah, yeah. her yeah. Christian storyline, I think, was written by n- people who've never. Been didn't grow up with christian, christian religion <laughs> right just the, the yeah, stuff that like, she says it's is not something's weird. not matching up no yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a, it's yeah someone got one girlfriend who like he was obsessed with who wouldn't give it up yeah because she was like going to bible study and he, this is this is her to him this is his like, revenge like, Ly- <laughs> yeah lila's scrambling for a role might as well give her this right right yeah Ugh. and then we wrap up the episode with tammy and eric going to bang Yes, which I, it, this was cute. I loved it. It was cute. I yeah. wrote Tammy plus Eric cute at the end. Yes. And him just like grabbing her hand mm-hmm. like on scale. I was like, yeah. that's, yep. that's attractive. But all the stuff leading up to it was icky. So it made it a little Agreed. less cute. Yeah, it's icky. And yet they're so in love at the end of the episode earnestly that you're like, yeah. But it reminds you that even people who are <laughs> yeah, in love like, with each other can be icky yeah. to each other. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's true. And, like, we see a lot of times Eric not on the same page with Tammy in terms of, like, how he should, like, when she first gets her job. He's pretty, like, you want to work at my school? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, we've seen him cross those boundaries a couple times before in the, like, misogynistic realm. Totally. It's not truly out of character for him to behave like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. The unspoken thing again, almost like with the racism stuff is that he's a Texas man. So he's quite grounded and emotional and centered for being a Texas man. But yeah, it's just like you're, that doesn't excuse the behavior at all. When you're seeing where he's like confused, like, the roles that he that he's told he's allowed to have with what he in his heart he knows he shouldn't be doing like it's interesting to watch him wrestle with it but mm-hmm. he flops on it a bit uh in many ways that he never gets called out on yes yeah i don't think he gets called out i mean tammy does sometimes put him in his place but not often no not often yeah her biggest one was in the in state at the end of season 1 when she goes up and does her roast that was like a big I loved that Tammy mm-hmm. moment. That yeah. was a big power grab moment where she was like, I am in, also in charge. Right. Like, yeah, I'm I loved a, that. I'm a leader in this community. And even in this, which I didn't love, love, but she's still like, it was still on her terms. Yeah. Um, and that makes a difference. Yeah. Well, well, well. All what right. an episode. My yeah. only what a journey. What a journey. My only straight before we rate is, um, I know we, we shit on daddy Clark a lot, but I thought it was really cute. Just that little scene when someone in the police station was like, I heard Landry's playing tonight. And he goes, thank you. I appreciate oh, I you. I appreciate you mentioning that. I thought that was, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he, I'm just glad he plays a bigger role later. No spoilies, but yes. Um, but yeah, he is sweet. And he, though I still, I said it while the clip was playing, but I loved his delivery of that line when he's like, Landry never lies to me. He's lying yes. to me now. Mm-hmm. That was the most I believed mm-hmm. where he was coming from. Yeah. That would definitely. be alarming. He was a very, he's, he's being a very pure father yeah. in that moment, but he was also being his idea of the good guy, yeah. which is still like the situationally, it's still totally fucked up, which makes it like totally. such a great scene. Yeah, totally. Well, and it plays into why our society right now is struggling so much with issues like this because the person who is maybe being misogynistic or racist or whatever is coming from completely different place of intention. And they don't even understand yeah. how they're behaving. Right. Because, they're not twirling their mustache. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you can ask them and they story. think that they're a good, like doing good things. You don't know where they're, where their starting point is in their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Any stray obsies Royce? Um, oh Yeah. I guess it's the, to go along with it, like, I, it was interesting how they had the moment where Saracen tells Smash that he hears he gets down on all fours. Um, and like, that's the word around the locker room. And I, it was interesting because I remember they were kind of progressive with their like, uh, ha ha gay humor last season where like that, the gayness itself wasn't the punchline, but like, then you've got this. And so I found it was interesting where it's like, gay is cool, but like, don't call me a bottom uh on the uh, on the football field i missed yeah, that I line missed but it. i saw i was read about it though and someone had said like i can't believe this line got slipped in and then i so I what did he say how it begins it, i forget how it begins but it's like something about him like it's definitely something about him being like on the down low and it's not like it's not even it, it like like some of the the like um misogynistic stuff in the episode it's not like enforced as a funny thing as an overt Mm -hmm. thing that you should agree with but like nobody's really there to call it out and it's like a character who is like a really good person otherwise like on the show and who you're really rooting for so it's it's one of those like rare moments on the show where like 
like the boys are just kind of like, oh, right. They're being like, they're, they're Texas. Mm, yeah. They like say this kind of shit about Mexicans. They, <laughs> yeah, they consider this to be like disgrace. They consider like gay behavior, like disgraceful. Like they just kind of do like, they don't like, they yeah. don't hate you for it, but like, it's just like, yeah, they don't have respect for it. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, it was definitely in line with some of the other messiness of this episode, but not, not as bad as like the Mexico stuff. Uh, yeah. But it definitely, it, it was, it was definitely on like, pretty callous oh, okay. or to- tone deaf. Yeah. It tone deaf. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was just weird. Yeah. It was like, it was yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I forgot to write that down. That was strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm glad we're starting to feel back on track. Um, and getting some of those things, those elements that are, we are used to seeing in every episode, having them back again. What do you rate? I really enjoyed this episode. I did feel like it was a turning point, but that we are still lingering on some of these storylines that are really difficult to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's still a lot of things I did not like about it, but we're climbing back up the mountain. So, and I, I liked the Landry stuff. Um, there was there was a lot to like in this in this episode, just overall. So I'm gonna give it a six and a half bowls of Eric's chili. Love it. Yeah, I I agree. I I think this was a really good combination of the craziness still very much being there of season two, but them making something beautiful out of those craziness. Out of that yeah. craziness. Um yeah, I absolutely like love that um, Jason scene, even though it's just wildly apart from reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I yeah, did something love something about it worked. Yes, I did love the Landry and Matt kind of parallel plot points kind of coming together at the end with their ladies. And um, yeah, this was definitely my my favorite in a in a in a few episodes in a minute in yeah. a minute. Yes. So I'll give this a seven out of ten jason's fedoras that aren't bowler hats nice (laughs) (laughs) all right let's hear it royce yeah um i i hate to be perfectly symmetrical (laughs) but i think i'm gonna i'm gonna do um i'm gonna do a six out of ten nice uh, i'll do a six yeah i'll do a six um uh prayers for you know <laughs> three to make up for e- for for each kiss uh, <laughs> out of ten for this episode because it's yeah like like you said it's there's a sense of comfort that like oh my god like they know what they're doing in the writers room again and like we we're starting to get back on board like we the heart is back like we know these characters are behaving like themselves again mm-hmm. like it, that's the big thing like the characters are largely behaving like themselves but mm-hmm. there's just so much messiness. Um, that's still lingering uh, there that, that like, you know, certainly hasn't aged well. Uh, I'm not <laughs> saying that it was like appropriate at the time, but like watching right. it now, like who know, like I, it, it's just, it's messy. It's messy. Yeah. Um, but like great, great scenes. Um, like this cast is, is so, so talented. Unbelievably. Uh, I agree. Yeah. They can, they can really make a really weird, crazy plot sing. Yes. <laughs> Wait, did you assign a thing? Yeah six out of or what what he did prayers for um oh, kisses. oh right okay <laughs> one six ha- prayers one three hel- for every kiss <laughs> one hail mary for each kiss for every smooch yes yeah. yes 
Oh, you gotta, well, you got to give your, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three Hail Marys, two Nicene creeds. Right. Ooh, one look our at father, you. Title two Nicene creeds. creeds. <laughs> little deep cut there. Yeah. <laughs> Love deep it. Deep cut from childhood. Yeah. Yes. Nothing recent. Yeah. <laughs> All of our childhoods as well. For sure. Yeah. Very familiar with the old Nicene the Creed. Old creeds. I like the Apostles Creed. Yeah. Um, Apostles Creed is bomb. It's bomb. Apostles Creed bangs. It's, yeah. It all yeah. slaps. The creeds, the Apostles <laughs> slaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, I'm excited to um, kind of see what this opens up. Yes. For our characters. And I like as annoying as the whole Mexico thing is, I do think it was necessary in some way to get some of them out of Dylan so that they could bring them back. Yeah. And freshen some stuff up. Yeah. Shake like, things I up. Like I think this is mm-hmm. shark that, things up. <clears throat> David Boyd like cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> the mess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, like ex- express cleanup. Like when you <laughs> when you go to the Has when you go suit. to the car wash at the Chevron. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Ah, well, 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 where can we find you, Royce? You working on anything cool or watching anything cool you want to plug? Um, it's annoying because I have some pots stirring right now, but none have come yeah, to a head. Mm. Yeah, I can't talk about any of them quite yet. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you follow me on Instagram. Wow, uh, nice. It's, yeah, it's, as you said <laughs> at the beginning. Um, sure, yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, you'll hear a lot of Nicki Minaj right. for the foreseeable future. Uh, but then I'll, I'll move on. Right. Uh, uh, it's Royce, Royce looks at stuff, which is my, my name, looks at stuff altogether. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. Well, thanks for being our first repeat guest. We'll have to have yes. you back for season three. I'm glad three, you have irons in the fire. Four and five. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the world is like starting to unfreeze. So yes. uh, hope, we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, I had a great time. Yeah, I love talking to y'all. Yeah, I love this. Sh- I love rewatching the show and I love doing Yay. this. So, awesome. Thank you. Good, good. Of course. So fun. Yes. Well, well, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TX Forever Pod. Yes. You can join our Facebook group, Friday Night Lights, Panther Pride. And yet again, Write us some iTunes reviews. Yes. We'll read them out loud. They're fun. They can be silly. They can be whatever you want it to be. It can do be it on the pop. Very pot. honest thoughts. If you want us to change something, like write a review. Do it next time you take yeah. a poo. Rip us apart. And next you time follow... you poo, write a review. Ooh, I like That's it. Right. Yes. That's our new motto. And you can follow Carly at cool.cactus.media. You can follow me at Monica Moser. And yeah, we'll see you next Friday. And we might, we might be, um, you know, yeah, we have some irons <laughs> in the fire as <laughs> we well. Do. No. All well, right. Thanks for joining us. We'll let you go nurse your uh, arm and your Fauci ouchie. Your Fauci ouchie. Yes. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Feeling, yeah. yeah, feeling feeling satisfied. It was mostly yeah. talking like, Texas help. Yeah, this was a good distraction. Yeah. I feel like. Well, we will see y'all next week. We will. Oh. Should we do our sign off? Let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Clear eyes. Full hearts. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.